Like sometimes you will try to drag your best friend, your brother with you throughout the whole month. When you're in a relationship and you're in love, that's what you're signing up for, vulnerability. It's not what I know about that position, it's who I know what that's yeah. in that position that will get me there. Yeah. Find yourself, mm -hmm. know who you are, Okay. and then secure who you are. Making sure that you just present yourself the best way possible because... Middle finger all you non-believers. My intentions were good. My intention is to want to do something for my mother because she needs help. Everyone like, thinks a child that's born um, from a mother that's 16 automatically thinks, oh man, she's going to struggle. Believe in what you want to do and just keep your passion alive and don't let anyone kill your drive. Yeah. I'm not trying to be accepted by them. I just want to be accepted by God. And, and we're doing it for ourselves. We're not asking for help anymore. We're empowering ourselves. It's, it's all, like you said, it's all a sacrifice. Right, it's, right. It's, it's a sacrifice of life that you take. Like, like I'm willing to be homeless for this. What's going on, everybody? It is IG the Genius. Welcome to another edition of Nabra Talk. It is Monday, April 9th, 2018. And today we have a special guest with us. She is a Kane University student, soon to be graduate. She's a finance major with her own financial platform called Finance with Giovanna. Please give a round of applause for Giovanna Dessen. Hi everyone! So excited to be here. Thank you for coming on Nabra Talk today. Thank How you, you doing? Thank you for having me. I am amazing right now. It is a beautiful day. Yes. Um, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. Um, very productive. Mm -hmm. I had an amazing day at church yesterday. That's good. Um, first and foremost, and um, just spent some time with friends. You know, reflect, reevaluate. You know, it was it was a pretty good weekend. You know. It's getting near the end of the semester, so I have to cherish these last moments that I have as being an undergraduate student. So, mm. so, yeah. so you you're graduating from Kane, right? Mm -hmm. And you're a finance major. Yes. Um, take us into what it was like being a student at Kane, and how did mm -hmm. you get into finances? Right. Okay. So, hmm, how do I want to start that off? So, being a student at Kane, first of all, I transferred here in 2016. So. It wasn't actually a rough transition. I actually pretty much fell into everything. and Everything fell into place pretty quickly for me. Mm -hmm. I got really involved on campus. Um, and I'm really shocked at how fast time flies because I got here 2016 and now I'm almost done. I'm almost out of here. Really? It's crazy, like yeah. Your freshman year was 2016? I was, I transferred here. Okay, okay. Right. Okay. From what school? From, um, well, my freshman year, I went to Virginia Union University. Okay. And then I went to Burlington County College and then I'm here. So okay. I got three schools under my belt. Nice. <laughs> but um, it was a smooth transition. I really love being a student here. Now, the reason, this is how I got into finance, okay? Mm -hmm. So, or wanting to get my degree in finance and, you know, further my education in finance, right. personal finance at like that. So when I first started out, I was a freshman in college and I was majoring in political science, you know? And I thought in order for me to be an advocate for people, I had to be a poli-sci major, okay? Oh. My path was law school and I just felt as though I had to do political science. 
But once I got into my classes, I realized this is not for me. I don't want to, you know, necessarily talk about the House of Burgesses and the government all day, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so I ended up having to transfer out of that school because I didn't have $14,000 to come out of pocket to pay. Okay. So that's why I transferred to a um, community college. And after that, I, a lot of people don't know this about me. You know, when people see Giovanna, they're like, oh, Giovanna, you're doing this. You're doing that. You're so involved. Oh my gosh, you're an inspiration. But a lot of people don't know that I actually flunked out of school. I flunked out of Burlington County College. Mm -hmm. So you were like, right. You was at like rock bottom? I was at rock bottom, okay? From May until December, right? And so I looked up fall 2015, which I love that semester because, or that portion of my life, because that's where what really sparked me to be who I am today. Mm -hmm. So I looked up, flunked out of school. Okay, I didn't, I, I didn't, I wasn't eligible for financial aid for Burlington County College, okay. and um, I wasn't in school. I didn't have a job, and I still owed my previous school three thousand dollars. So I couldn't even transfer to a real institution without paying that money, right? Right, right? So I remember I was at rock bottom, and I got a note card out, and I started writing down all my goals and my what I wanted to see change in my life, right? So I wrote down on that note card. I said I'm going to transfer to Keene University, mm-hmm. and mind you, this was back in September. And I told myself, I'm going to transfer. I'm going to pay off my transcripts from my previous university. And I was going to get into plus size modeling. And specifically, I was going to walk for Ashley Stewart. And I wrote on there that whatever school that I did transfer to, I was going to make a difference on campus. Right. right? So I'm so big on affirmations and writing everything down. Mm-hmm. Right. So I ended up getting a job, which helped me pay off my transcripts at the $3,000. And I ended up um, transferring to King University. And I told myself I wanted to get into finance because I feel like finance is a huge, a lot of of times we don't want to talk about finance. It's a misunderstanding and a lot of us are illiterate when it comes to how to manage our personal finances, you know? And I wanted to get into finance. So I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and major in finance. Maybe that'll give me a better understanding as well. So I decided to major in finances. And just for the record, everything I wrote on that note card that I previously stated all came true. So I just want to, as a sidebar, when it comes to affirmations, thank you. When it comes to affirmations, write everything down, have a goal, and it will happen if you keep telling yourself that and you keep working That's towards like a that. That's success habit that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that works for a lot of people. Right. Writing them down mm-hmm. um, and just putting, embedding it into yeah, exactly. your brain. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Right. So, and, yeah. and we can turn that over into finances because when you write down your financial goals as far as, okay, I'm going to save $10 at least, you know, and then, mm-hmm. I'm, then by June I'll save $50 or I'll save this, I'll save that then you can be able to work towards your financial goals and actually achieve those goals instead of just, oh, I want to save money and you don't have your reasoning for saving it or you don't even have financial goals. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I got started into finance. Um, Now, the major finance is it deals with corporate finance as well. We don't necessarily touch on personal finance as much as I would like, but I do like the corporate side of that. So that way, when I do graduate, I can get a job in finance and also be able to finance finance with giovanna okay yeah yeah, yeah. so corporate finance you're, <laughs> so, more, you're more in uh basically how to make with businesses and you how had to make they, the business money you know you know how to forecast different you know things for you know how different revenues for the business mm-hmm. you know things like that so that's important because yeah. i feel like um in corporate finance mm-hmm. people don't understand that in certain in, in any company um they have money that they need to mm-hmm. invest in, in in employees yeah bills and stuff yeah. like that so and co- companies invest too right a lot of people don't yeah. realize that yeah. they have investments as well right. so so mm-hmm. i think that's a that's a pretty um cool um career path yeah you know, especially with the fact that you're creating your own 
platform mm-hmm. for right. financial for, for finances and mm-hmm. everything like that so um as far as what you've been through right, right. um when did you realize that you needed to uh take a turn mm-hmm. for your career so uh, you hit rock bottom mm-hmm. when did you actually understand like okay i need to get my life together okay so um fall 2015 was my rock bottom and i wanted um so there's two different instances that I'll mention, okay? Mm-hmm. So fall 2015, my main focus was making sure that women um, make it happen for themselves. And that's why I got involved with Women of Excellence mm-hmm. so that I can really live my, my passion and my purpose throughout Women of Excellence, you know? Okay. Um, last semester was another rock bottom for me. A lot of people don't know. Um, I went through a lot of financial troubles because I wasn't, I wasn't employed last semester. Um, I didn't really have a savings. And it was, it was really hard for me. So I realized that I don't... I, I, I realized that it's this, this ongoing issue Cycle. within our community, yeah, you know, and I wanted to be the one to, 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 to break the change. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be the one to, to spark the movement of financial literacy. Um, I feel like last semester, like I went through a lot and I realized that it's important for us to have our own finances, um, especially as women and, you know, minorities, because we don't really have the the assets that our white counterparts necessarily have right. or that they're born with a lot of us have to go out and get it on our own or mm-hmm. you know and i was just thinking to myself that if people started out saving or if they had a college savings you know from right. the time that they were born they would be good when they get into college you know a lot of people are in college now and they're trying to get money right they're trying to get they're trying to the the smallest things like traveling far just to get fifty dollars here and there you know just trying to get money when they're making season classes you know that they're they're putting their focus on oh my gosh like how can i get this money you know but if we had that savings already set we don't have to worry about getting our next dollar Mm -hmm. we can focus on school you know because then you look up you 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 have loans for school and you're getting c's and d's and classes repeating classes wasting time you know you're wasting more money you're losing more money you're owing more money you know yeah i i i I have this app acorns Mm -hmm. it helps you save money and also invest it right Um, and if some people don't know this they have a blog Mm -hmm. portion on the app where you just read about different um aspects of finances Mm -hmm. and they have uh articles about warren buffett right and he always talks about how when he was in college Mm -hmm. he would save tremendous amount of money right doing certain things but you know people don't know this but warren buffett he was like the guy the kid who just grew up wanted to sell things Mm -hmm. so by his senior year in college i believe i don't know if finished or by the time he finished college Mm -hmm. he got out he had ten thousand dollars right for him to invest Mm -hmm. and what what that shows you is when you're in college whether it be you receiving a refund check Mm -hmm. or just working you can have something in your pocket by the time you graduate but it's about how you take control of the money that you Mm -hmm. receive from your refund checks and everything like that because I know a lot of us get refund checks. Yeah, exactly. But it's, what are you doing with that refund right. check? You mm-hmm. know, um, you can save it so you can pay it back, or you mm-hmm. can save it and invest in it for for it to double for mm-hmm. you to pay back that loan and have more for yourself. Right. You know, um, you mentioned that you were in uh, Women of Excellence. You're still in Women. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Women of Excellence. That's mm-hmm. a tongue twister. You're the <laughs> president, right? Right. Um, how has it been being in a group um, for women? You know, I know right. uh, mm-hmm. you know women has a stigma of you guys can't work together mm. because you guys are always fighting, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. What have you learned so far um, in your organization? Mm-hmm. And what do you plan to take away from that 
moving forward when you graduate from college? What have I learned so far with women at Lexus? I've learned that um, a lot of us as women are very, we, 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 we're going through the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and we're very closed off. We don't want to open up to each other because we feel as though, oh, she doesn't really understand what I'm going through or you'll, or, or you'll be judged or who is she to try to tell me how to live my life. But honestly, I my passion is so deep when it comes to women empowerment. I feel as though we have everybody in society mm-hmm. telling us how to look, how to dress, how we should talk, you know, and so... Right, exactly. But I just feel as though we as women should create ourselves and not depend on who we are from the media or things like that. You know, so it's been amazing being with Women of Excellence. I've been able to have events, teaching on self-love, self-worth, and also finances and also the business side of things like that. So it's been amazing when people come up to me and they tell me because of that event, you know, I was able to learn how to love myself or I'm starting to learn how to love myself. And also, Women of Exercise has been a, 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 a really um, positive outlet for people to come and just get involved, you know? So, I've learned a lot with Women of Excellence, and I love just being able to live my passion out through that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Right. So, this Thursday, you'll be doing um, a panel, or we'll be yes. doing a panel mm-hmm. together, Finance. Uh, it's called finance what is it what's the name of financial <laughs> recreating the future of our finances okay, mr panelist <laughs> <laughs> recreating <laughs> the future of our finances yes right? so take us to the first time you thought about this idea what oh made you gosh. what sparked you to to say we need to have a financial mm-hmm. panel because when you told me this i was excited because right. the, funny th- the funny thing about that when i was at my old job um one of my ideas was to uh, become like a, a financial ex- expert, mm. you know, just mm-hmm. to, just not even to be paid for, but just right. just to be a representative of that company to go around and travel mm-hmm. and to explain to students the basics of right. finances, mm-hmm. right? And then no later than like two or three weeks later, you're telling me that you're doing a panel. I'm like, mm. all right, let me right. let me hop on board right. because my mentality is, all right, if your friend is doing something like that, you don't need to do it. Uh, apart from her yeah or him is just collaboration to, over competition together, you know so mm-hmm. what sparked you right. to start this um this whole idea yeah because there's a lot of different as you know our panelists are very you know from different backgrounds right. well versed so i felt as though this would be an amazing event to have mm. so it'll be able to give students different opportunity different outlooks on finance you know when people hear finance they think oh god i don't want to talk about right. it you know just like just like uh <laughs> earlier <laughs> before we started the show I know. <laughs> that's okay you didn't have to throw that out there but anyways <laughs> but um so on the panel we have um, Chase, he's going to be speaking on foreign um, forex trading, and a lot of people when I when I speak about um, currencies, they think I'm I'm talking about Bitcoin, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, I I put Chase on the panel because he will be able to offer students a different outlook a different outlook as far as how they can invest their money. Um, you know, Mara is going to be speaking on the entrepreneurship side, the finances behind entrepreneurship. Right. So if you guys want to, if anybody wants to start a business, they'll know, you know, the startup costs, how much it costs to register your business. Mm-hmm. Um, there's little things like shipping costs, you know, right, right. analytics, all of that. So he's going to be speaking on that and you'll be speaking on the credit and savings. Mm-hmm. So what made me want to have this event is because I feel as though I will be the person to really spark the movement of financial literacy amongst our community. And there's a lot of different, um, you know, different outlets when it comes to finance. So people will be able to come and hear different sides of finance, not come into a boring event. 
seminar thing. This little seminar. But, but also, I wanted to choose a student panel because I felt as though um, that would be more relatable because we are on a college campus. Right, you know, a lot of right. people come to campus, they have these seminars, and they're like these big old people on Wall Street or corporate America. But if we're able to start businesses, if we're able to trade in foreign currencies, if we're able to have our credit and savings all intact and we're students, there's no difference between you and me. Right. You know, so the students can come in and see that they're students just like you guys. I know right. you just graduated, but you're yeah. you know a recent graduate. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to make it a, a panel that was relatable, that offered a wide variety of financial advice. You know, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, now. Do you plan on making this more, uh, to ma- making this like a, uh, um, like a tour type thing, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you're doing this, you know, maybe monthly right. type of thing? Because uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't, I wouldn't mind doing something yeah, like definitely. that, with, you know, traveling to mm. different uh, campuses right. and, and high schools mm-hmm. just to teach people the basics. Right. Do you see that? Yeah, no, definitely. I am actually having an event two weeks after our event. Okay. Um, it's going to be the same place, same time in the library. But I do plan on having this as like a monthly tour type thing. Mm-hmm. I do want to branch off of the East Coast and start getting out into, you know, the United States more yeah. instead of just New Jersey. So I do plan on having this as a bigger, on a broader scale, speaking to um different audiences that I'm, I'm that I'm not used to right, right, you know because right. my main focus is on just getting the content out there mm-hmm. you know a lot of people don't know we don't know how to invest we don't know what trading foreign currencies are you know so my main goal is just to get the the content out there on a broader scale so right. I do plan on making this bigger having events um, every month and making finance with Giovanna my main source of income right. so okay so mm-hmm. um, being that you're in a financial um, Field, right? right. What have you noticed is the biggest issue when it comes to people understanding finances, right? Mm-hmm. So when you when you try to have a conversation with somebody, because I feel like with me, I'm working at a bank for my first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the biggest thing that I've taken away with consumers is that they really don't understand credit, which right. is why I took the time out to understand credit mm-hmm. so I can teach them. And what have you noticed the most? And, mm-hmm. and what they lack as far as understanding right. finances. Um, definitely what I've noticed is that people's priorities are very messed up. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about it, okay? Because people want to buy $200 pair of shoes, mm-hmm. okay? They want to buy the Gucci bag, you know? Maybe they have the money for it. But after you buy it, you're left with like $20, right. you know? People you want to, buy. right, they want to buy, buy, buy versus save. Like when we have a, like when you have a paycheck, let's just say you have $100 left over. Mm-hmm. Some, of the, some of the mentality is, okay, how can I spend this $100? Right. No, how can you save that $100, you know? A lot of our priority is just messed up. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, and, it's, and it's really why, sad. Why do you think it's that way? Mainly because we aren't taught, you know? So I don't quite fault us. You know, when I say us, I mean minorities, you right. know, women. I don't quite fault us because we don't know what we don't know. You know, but that's why I feel as though I feel as though our priorities is it really plays a big role in our finances because we have people that, you know, or, for example, like I, I stated earlier, people want to talk about relationships. Before they want to talk about all this. Oh, boy, what do boys like? What do girls like? Let me say something. I said this earlier, but let me say something. OK, before you get in a relationship, you need to have your finances in order. OK, absolutely. absolutely. Before you get in a relationship, you have to have your finances in order. OK, that's for men and women. For men not and just, women. Not just, oh, not, we're not just talking about the men. 
who are trying to get in relationship with women. We're right. talking about women too. Women Both too. Exactly. So we want to talk about the fun stuff, but we don't want to talk about our money. Right. You know, it's and it's like people leave college and they look up, oh my gosh, I played around all my four years, wanted to talk about relationships or wanted to go to these little things here mm-hmm. and there. I didn't network. I didn't do anything. Now I don't have a job lined up. Let me now stop I you. don't. Let me stop you there, mm-hmm. right there. This is about the 10th interview slash Nabra talk where mm-hmm. we are talking about what you really should be doing in right. college. Right, exactly. Networking, um, putting together your mm-hmm. own business within the four or five years, right. mm-hmm. saving your money. Yeah. People are not going to realize this until mm-hmm. after where they're stuck. Right, exactly. And not just stuck. And they're they're in the point where they look back like, dag, right. I really should have been doing this in college instead exactly. of that. Because now you graduate, no job lined up, right. no business that you're currently working on. And now you got these people from the loan companies calling, calling you, hey, you. When, where's our payment? Right, you know. You know? Um, I feel like when it comes to... Um, I feel like when it comes to our people, mm-hmm. the reason why we are we don't understand finances is, is because we spend so much time trying to compete with the other race. Yes. The race that actually has the money. Mm-hmm. I remember Dr. Umar had mentioned in a Breakfast Club interview, mm-hmm. he was like, um, we spend twice as much on the Mercedes Benz, although mm-hmm. white people have twice the wealth. Right. You feel me? Well, mm-hmm. So how, why does that make, mm. why is that happening? You feel right. me? Like, that is so and true. then the problem mm-hmm. is, is like you trying to educate mm-hmm. people of color, minorities and women about their money and right. they take it offensive. They, right. they get very defensive. Mm-hmm. You know, when you try to tell them like, don't tell me what to do with my money. He's like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm not trying to dictate you, but I'm trying to tell you everyone wants to have a family. Right. Everybody wants kids. Right. Mm hmm. You need to put yourself in a position mm-hmm. to prepare yourself, not just for you, but for your family, because mm-hmm. your child will be 18 one day. Right. Even if they don't want to go to college, there's a possibility that they want to start a business. If you don't prepare them financially, that's going to fall on you. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to feel out of place. They're going to feel behind because you were too ignorant to listen to somebody who is only trying to educate you mm-hmm. on finances. Right. And one, one of the viewpoints I always tell people is that we built this country right let's be real we Mm -hmm. built this country we built the pyramids you walk outside everything you see outside we invented that when i say we i mean we as black people Mm -hmm. and i'm going to say that very unapologetically so there's no reason why we as black people are as poor as we are today right you have other races capitalizing off of our beauty they're Mm -hmm. capitalizing after our talents and we're sitting up here and we're buying it from them no this came from us right you know what i'm saying and that's why we have to really realize that we got to get things together. We mm-hmm. have to get it in order or we're going to keep living a poor life. Right. We're going to keep. And even the people who graduate college, they get the nice $50,000 job mm-hmm. and they start to, oh, I'm good. I'm good. No. What are you doing with your salary? Right. You know, there's some people who make 50K, but there's some people who make 20K, but have a bigger savings than the 50K people, right. you know, because mm-hmm. they, they, they get comfortable in, oh, I'm good. I got a nice 50K. And, yeah. That's that's not mm-hmm. new to the rest of America. Yeah. What's next? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. So we have Jinx. to... <laughs> you owe me you a soda. Owe, you, owe soda. <laughs> you owe me a soda. But not... Right, like, I, yeah. I'm just so big on that. Like, I feel like we are some powerful people. Right. And I, there's I, no I, reason why we're... It, there's, no, there's no excuse. There really isn't. There's no excuse. It, the, it's 2018. Um, 
we have Google, we have all of these resources, and there's we no have reason the... for us to be this ignorant anymore. Mm -hmm. We're right. always screaming, Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. Right. Well, look in the mirror, because you're black, right? Mm -hmm. So your financial black, your, your, your black finances matters as well. Exactly. So as long as we mm -hmm. continue to put on this blindfold and act like these things that these financial practices that we're doing mm -hmm. are okay we're always going to put ourselves in a hole right we need to learn how to turn our passions into profit and what does that mean taking your talents that you have and seeing how you can monetize off of that because right. you have people after slavery they looked up shoot i don't know what to do let me go ahead and go back to the master because yeah. i don't know what to do with my life right you know but you just sit up here you just sat up here and you and you and you you Right. You built this country, and now yeah. you don't know what to now do. You know what, to do. you know what I'm saying? It's just mm -hmm. the lack of knowledge of what to do with your yeah. finances and what to do with those talents that you have, yeah. and to stop letting people capitalize off of that. And that's not to take away from you know. There's no problem with just with working and making absolutely it's, no. There's it's, absolutely no problem. When you're not mm -hmm. working right. with that extra income. That exactly. You have, it's you all about I mean? the management of your money. I always say it's not about how much you make, but how much it's how you manage your money. And I always also say that everybody's not cut to be a, a, an entrepreneur. Right. Nope, everybody's not cut for that, you know? But I feel as though we are all cut to have our finances in order, mm -hmm. you know? So, yes, you have a salary. That's amazing. That's good. I plan on have a salary, too, you know, just until I can, you know, make finance with Giovanna my primary income. Mm -hmm. Not knocking people who have salaries. That's perfect, right. you know? Yeah. It's all about how do you manage that money? Are you right. finding strategic ways to invest that money, yeah. you know, other than savings accounts, mutual yeah. funds, um, investing in stocks or, or whatever have you, foreign currencies, you know? There's so many ways to grow your money out here, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Don't just... Have your little salary and be think. Oh, I'm good. I look yeah. nice. I look nice. You know, I only Things got you know all the time. You feel right. Me? Like you gotta know. Mm -hmm. You gotta be prepared for these rainy days and stuff exactly like that because, because life, happens. life happens. When it comes hard. to when it comes to women, listen. You married a man that has money. Okay, that's nice and all. I well, guess that you know I want to marry a man that has money too. <laughs> that's always the goal. But life is gonna happen though. You yeah, know, definitely. Divorce might happen. God forbid. Or that, death might happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's always good for women to have our own finances in order too. Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember this is from a lesson, and I know this from experience. Mm -hmm. I remember I was about 20, 21 years old, and right. I had one of my best jobs mm -hmm. I could ever have thus right. far. You know, I was getting paid about $15 an hour, okay, working honey. 23, 24. You know, mm -hmm. that's that's off of like you don't have to pay rent. You, mm -hmm. I'm at home that's mom, good, right? money. That's yeah. good money. I wasn't saving anything. Wow, but what I did learn. Actually, I was, but mm -hmm. I was only saving because my paychecks weren't taxed. Okay. So I had to send out the taxes during tax season. Okay. But I still had money left, mm -hmm. right? One thing my accountant taught me was you do need to put money aside in a different account, mm -hmm. regardless if it's for taxes or just for your own savings. Yeah. And that's that's something I, I feel like a lot of people don't do. You know, mm -hmm. when, you, when you sign up your direct deposit forms and everything, they ask you how many accounts do you want to put your direct deposit in? You should not always put, you shouldn't always put your um, eggs in one basket. Yeah, split you know? it up. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just $5 from your right. paycheck, mm -hmm. that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I'll be covering on Thursday, like Good. splitting your, your your direct deposit. If you make $100, $10 out of your paycheck mm -hmm. into, the, into the savings account will not kill you because that accumulates to how much money in a year? 10 times what? 26. That's 260. That's yeah. 260 mm -hmm. in a year. 
Yeah. That's mo- that's two hundred sixty dollars more you didn't have. That you didn't have to put the physical hours into work for too. Exactly. Because people get caught up in oh it's only two sixty. Yeah, but you didn't have to put the hours into work for that two sixty. You, know you know what I'm so, saying? Like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You know. So I know you guys are getting paid more than a hundred dollars. So mm-hmm. now you let's say you're getting paid four hundred, five hundred dollars a paycheck, and you guys put ten percent, fifteen percent of that aside every two weeks. You will have a thousand dollars in your account right. for within a year. Mm-hmm. You know, some of you all get paid every week. Right. You know, you guys got to think about that, mm-hmm. and it's not hard. I have this app, and it takes money. It does its own roundups. It's not Acorns. Mm-hmm. It's called Capital. Okay. With a Q. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is set up your own goal because mm-hmm. remember you got to have a financial goal mm-hmm. that you're trying to reach. Um, mine is for my debt, my credit card debt. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I have a goal I want to reach, and it has a a, a bar that right. tells you how much closer you're getting, mm-hmm. and it gives you like a little recognition when you've right. made it a quarter of the way or mm-hmm. you're halfway there and stuff, and you create your own roundups. Right. So pretty much, if you want to round up to two dollars, mm-hmm. it'll round up to two dollars. Right. If you want to round up, and it also takes m- about as many percentages you like for every time you get a deposit into mm-hmm. your account, right? So mm-hmm. if you deposited five hundred dollars, it'll right. take five percent of that five hundred. It's not just from your paychecks, but whenever a deposit comes into it. Mm-hmm. These are the new resources that we have today as millennials right. that we mm-hmm. need to take advantage yeah. of. There's know? resources everywhere. They're everywhere. Right. Even just reading on stuff, four oh one Ks, you mm-hmm. know, like I didn't know about four oh one Ks until my recent job. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't think you need it, at least sign up for yeah. it because it's it's money you didn't have before. Exactly. I think that's that's what we're trying to get to. The, when it comes to financial literacy, it's about the money you didn't have from before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big the big gap. I think you had mentioned in one of your posts like the average savings account in a in a oh yeah a black person's account is like what eleven thousand it was like six thousand seven thousand seven thousand compared mm-hmm. to a white person's account a hundred thousand y'all right. don't see a problem with that that's a huge problem that's um for let me just let me just add in there for, for people who built the country mm-hmm. that's a problem okay people who who have talents that everybody capitalizes right. off of that's an issue for us to have such a huge financial gap like that i mean what's the issue i mean come on you know the issue is the priorities right. and all, it's not because we don't have the money because listen we got the money it's just we don't know how to manage the money we want to buy chains yeah. and we want to buy pants that cost four hundred dollars that look like any other pair of pants right. we want to buy shoes that's fine and all but i mean come on i mean let's get our priorities straight right. you know I feel, yeah like i said i think it goes back to the competition and trying to keep up with the joneses mm-hmm. mentality it's like yo um just trying to you, keep up yeah you, there's no there's no reason why you f- should feel like you need mm-hmm. to keep up with right. anybody you know? exactly um, the other thing is finances goes back uh, affects your family mm-hmm. so how well if you're bad with finances there's a high chance that your children are mm-hmm. bad with finances now if your children are bad with finances let's just hope that they learn from that but the chances of them learning is very, very slim so now you have a generation that's gonna just not be good with finances. Mm-hmm. We're living in it now. Right. I mean, a lot of a lot of us suck in finances because mm-hmm. our grandparents weren't well. We're doing uh, we're pretty bad in finances too. Right. I just think it's just that whole like Dr. Umar said. It's just they want freedom. Mm-hmm. People are looking for freedom in material things that right. cost so much money. Mm-hmm. But it's like you you can do so much more. A lot of us want to 
feed the homeless you know a lot of us want to do this mm -hmm. and that but it's like how can you do that if you're spending so much money on things that have no value right and that won't profit you in the long run right i mean like come on like a thousand dollars for an outfit because you're stepping out for your b-day stepping out for the night okay that thousand dollars you could have like invested in a mutual fund you know yeah. or like you that kind of or have you know like you could have used that money to invest versus listen people see me around campus i'm always dressed very very nicely but my clothes i i the blazers that i wear they're never over twenty dollars yeah. i'm always in a blazer always dressed nice and always people, but things things that i wear are like dirt cheap yeah. you know i don't believe in spending the shoes i'll be wearing is seven dollars <laughs> i don't believe do in people think because you, not, you, you know, dress nice it's expensive it's equated to expensive but you really don't you it's it's so sad like there's ways around looking nice, nice. Yeah. you don't have to spend how much you know i see people with like like true true religion jeans mm -hmm. three hundred dollars but those jeans look very average, right. you know? They're just a horse. There's a horseshoe on it. Exactly, you know? Yeah. I don't like people who buy that kind of stuff, but it's yeah. like when you don't have your money in order, I mean, come on, like, right. fix your priorities, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. It's just, I feel like, well, it's hard for people to get out of a habit. Mm -hmm. So trying to tell somebody who's used to spending money on certain things right. all the time, it's not going to happen overnight. I feel like yeah, they definitely. have to go through their own... Yeah. Um, process of mm -hmm. learning that that's it, why to, to, mm -hmm. to, to change your habits of, right. of, of spending certain things you're mm -hmm. going to fall into a situation where you're like dang I really can't spend it on that and it's like like for me I'm not my goal is to uh, pretty much have funds ready for any situation mm -hmm. but to also have them ready you know to help people I really right. want to help people yeah. with my funds mm. so I know that there's a sacrifice you literally have to make it's called it's called uh, going through that time where you really don't spend money on things yeah on certain things, mm -hmm. you feel me? but like I said people spend so much of their money on so fast mm -hmm. on certain things that they don't need have you ever heard about um, the rate of how long a, the dollar? Uh, yeah, I think you briefly um, you briefly touched on that with me a couple weeks ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's like six. It only takes six hours for the dollar to leave the black yeah, community, mm -hmm. as, as opposed to like I think the Chinese or Jewish community takes about twenty eight days. Right. Mm -hmm. That's Bob. That's very mind boggling mm -hmm. because it's like you're well. Well, for one reason, it takes six hours because we don't have enough. Um, capital in our yeah. community mm -hmm. to have the dollar circulating, right? right? So mm -hmm. we have to go to the Chinese store mm -hmm. or the Asian store or the Jewish communities mm -hmm. for us to get our services, right? right. But why don't we have those? Mm -hmm. Again, it's because we're spending our money mm -hmm. on things that we don't need. That don't even matter, you know? If you have five people in one room that buy Jordans, right? Jordans mm -hmm. are about 200. 200 times five is a thousand. That's a thousand dollars within five people. Yeah. You can do something more productive with that thousand dollars yep. within five people mm -hmm. than just walking around wearing it. They wearing it, and the other thing is the cars, right? Mm -hmm. My my mo my mother's friend's son, uh, he he's a pretty smart person. Mm -hmm. like he's really smart. He has like all these degrees right. and everything. Nice. And he was telling me how like he doesn't. 
he doesn't buy things that doesn't have value to it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, his his car is like from 04. Mm-hmm. He can get a new, brand new car if he wants to. Right. But he knows if he gets it, it the value of a car depreciates as soon as you leave the lot. Mm-hmm. So buying a brand new car does not mean anything. Right. And I had seen a post about that. You better off buying a house. Mm-hmm. Instead of buying the car. Right. But people don't know that because, again, it goes back to the keeping up with Joneses mm-hmm. type of thing again. Yo. Right. What do you think are the steps that need to be taken in order for somebody to switch over to understanding the process mm-hmm. of being financially um, mm-hmm. uh, financially lit, literate, even mm-hmm. financially literate to, t- uh, to have them in a position where they are financially free? Okay. Before I answer that, there was a point that you made as far as um, a lot of people have to go through the stage. Like, they have to learn for themselves. Mm -hmm. They have to go through that stage of not having. Um, I read in a book, Millionaire Next Door, it said that a lot of millionaires are first generation, you know? So a lot of people who come from nothing, a lot of them have a different work ethic. So they really reach those millions, you know, versus somebody who kind of had that, you know, background or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they're able to really go out there and get it for themselves. And I say that just as motivation for whoever who may be listening, that if you see your current situation and you see that you don't have anything or you come from the hood and you look around and nobody has anything around, a lot of millionaires, I'm talking real wealth people, come from their first, they are first generation millionaires. So I just want to throw that out there as like a motivation for people, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as your question, um, how do people become financially literate to financially free? Yeah, so okay. how do they? How, what steps do they have to take? Right. Um, let's say mm-hmm. let's, let's use someone as an example that they're they're always. Um, let's say they come to the event Thursday mm-hmm. and they they have a realization that they really need to change their financial right. situation. What steps mm-hmm. would you advise them right. to take? Yeah. So I always tell people create your financial goals. I feel like that's a step right there. Okay. Because a lot of people say oh, they look up. Oh, I don't have any money. Oh my gosh, and you have to find your reasoning mm-hmm. for wanting to save money. Right. Do you want to save money because you're poor and you don't want and you want to break a generational curse? Or do you want to save money because you want to go out of town? Do you want to save money because you need a car? You want to go to college? Do you want to save money because you want to get a house? You have to find your goal for wanting to be financially stable. Right. First and foremost. And that can be multiple goals. But you have to create your goals first. Because if you don't have a goal, you'll be out aimlessly spending. You know? Facts. When you're out in the stores... Oh, do I really need those pants? Mm, not really because I'm trying to save for X, Y, Z. You have your why behind you everywhere you go. So I say people need to first figure out their goals first and foremost. And then they need to set steps as to far as how they can ach- achieve those goals. For example, if you are trying to save $1,000 by the summertime and you make X, Y, and Z. Okay, look at your bank statements. Reevaluate what you're spending. Am I spending $100 a month on pizza? Right. Am I? I mean, it's $17 every time you order. I mean, basically, yeah. Chinese food. Are you ordering out too much? Are you spending too much on clothes? Or or your... What is What are the game systems called? Like <laughs> PS Xbox. Two PS3, games or whatever. Yeah. Whatever that comes with that stuff. Look at your spending and start to draw back, okay? So when you have that goal, okay, I'm trying to save $1,000 in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Draw back on your spending. And then from there, okay, I, ha- I make X, Y, and Z in my paycheck. Let me go ahead and start saving this amount. That way I'll reach that thousand dollars for the summertime you know i feel like you have to go through a season as you mentioned earlier uh, earlier a season of 
not spending like a financial fast you know that way you're just saving you're just right. trying to save as much save yeah. as much and then once you have your savings then you can begin to investing you know exploring ways of investing um more secure investments versus just oh, okay this is, this is like it's gonna go let me go hurry up and invest you know but looking looking into ways of investing your money then i feel like once you have knowledge of how money works and you start getting your finances on track then you'll be on the path to being financially free mm-hmm. or financial freedom you right, know right, right. Mm-hmm. i like the term a financial fast yeah that it's funny because crazy. let me say something about that term <laughs> i was in the library one day and this guy <laughs> he was running around the library dancing and stuff like that and he came up to me he was like honey i am on a financial fast and then he walked away and started dancing again. I was like, okay, honey. <laughs> <laughs> a financial I didn't, I, at he the must time. Have, he must have hit a mark. I, I guess, but it, it, it came out of nowhere when he said, honey. And he came, he said, honey, I'm on a financial <laughs> fast. And then he looked at me and he stared at me. And I was just looking at him. I didn't know what to say. And I was just smiling. And he walked away and started dancing again. It came out of nowhere. And I was like, what? Well, I'm happy that he's happy. <laughs> right. That's I'm happy. Crazy. Listen, he can his finances in order. Really we all should though, too, okay? That's, like, that's really the ultimate. <laughs> And go like, I know for me, um, my thing is I don't want to be in a position where I'm getting married, but my I don't have anything in my account. Right. I think that's one of the biggest <laughs> things people fall into. Yes, it's like y'all in love. It's like listen, about honey, you about to got a, you got you about to have a kid. Mm-hmm. But y'all have how much in your account? Oh my you god. Know, this is no shade, but this is real. Yes. Like, you like people say, oh, there's never a you, you you're never not. What is it? What's the what's the quote? You, you're never really ready to have a child. Yes, you are. Yes, you yes, are. You can. Okay. You, first of all, you can prevent it, mm-hmm. and you can have it whenever you want. So <laughs> don't tell me right. uh, you can't. Th- there's really no time to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. there is. There's just a lot of y'all don't think. Want to take way. the precautionary right. steps? That's it. Don't like. Don't <laughs> don't try to put that out there on right. me and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. you. For me, I don't want to have a child. Well, I have an X amount of money right. in my account for mm-hmm. me to take care of um, because I want I want my children to be more secure than I was yeah. when I was living. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not thinking that way, then you're you're not even you're not even in the same position. You're going backwards because right. at some point in your life, your child might ask you, "How come I don't have this that mm-hmm. this kid has?" Yeah, you know, they, you're gonna be like, "I don't know." Mm-hmm. You won't even know how to answer that. Or just it, have to, or you'll be ashamed to say, yeah, "I just don't be, have yeah, it." You'll be ashamed. You're just you like, know? you know, we didn't have, we didn't take the time out to do this and that. Don't be that kind of family, right? Soon as you, ha- soon, soon as, as you, you find out you're pregnant or that you're having yeah, a kid, go, go open some uh, college funds, college savings funds, funds, savings funds, and, mm-hmm. and some uh, life insurance. Yes, exactly, Please. exactly. Because life insurance. Oh my gosh, that is life insurance. So mm-hmm. important. And I know a lot of people of color don't rock with that. I don't know why. Then they want to have GoFundMe's after right. when it's people like, die. You, you know, don't, you don't need the GoFundMe if you have a yeah. If you have life insurance, exactly. Like, what's the issue, yo? Mm-hmm. I think it comes back to the whole idea of mis- being miseducated. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you go to a family, a Caucasian family. They are they are stoked. To, mm-hmm. to open a um, a life insurance policy yeah. because they know their child is good, mm-hmm. but black people they're like nah i'm not opening a life insurance mm-hmm. like if one out of you'll probably get like one out of ten that'll open a policy that's bad yo then you wonder why people after someone in the family dies <laughs> people are stuck 
in a position in life where they can't really move because yeah. the person who usually dies probably was the one, the breadwinner. Right. You mm-hmm. know, so um, finance. You, Let me say something about relationships. Let me go back a little yeah, bit. Please. Um, that is very important for you to have your finances in order before you even get in a relationship with anybody. And let me just speak from experience. Well, not my experience, but my growing up, mm-hmm. you know, my parents. Um, my mom was the breadwinner. Okay. And, um, Same. you know, my father, he always worked, was a hard worker. He, he was, you know, always worked. But it's it's kind of hard when one person is pulling most of the weight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so when the divorce happened, everything, everything was really on her, you know. And I saw my mom hustle. She always was educated, had two degrees, you know. But she always had two jobs just to make sure that things were right for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we can prevent that, you know. Before you go into a marriage, like, Talk about your finances. How much yeah. money is really in your account? How right. much debt do you ha- currently have? Because when we right. can come together, that's our debt. Right. You know, that's our finances, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel as though we're so quick to talk about, oh, I want a man. I want to get married. But you don't have a license. You don't have a job. There's no form of income that you're bringing in. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, there's this stigma of find a poppy that has money. Right. Find a sugar daddy that has money to pay for everything. No. Because that's not stable. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. As being a woman, there is nothing more empowering than be a, being able to go shopping and spend my own check, okay? Yeah. There's nothing more better than me having my own check, okay? Mm-hmm. And when I'm out and I, oh, I got it, listen, there's nothing more empowering than that. Yeah. Why Why even put yourself in a situation to be in a relationship and you don't have any money, you know? Like I said, our priorities are so Backwards, messed yeah. up. Let's just yeah. say you go out on a date and you're um boyfriend or whatever he doesn't he doesn't have his wallet like he may may have lost it or something and yeah. now it's like okay the bill is $30 okay mm-hmm. who's paying for it if you don't even have you know $30 yeah. in your account now right. you're going to look embarrassed right. you know we yeah. have to really get our priorities in order it's not about oh my gosh I want to be with him or he treated me this way or this way and that listen are your is is your money in order right. honey yeah. you know and for the guys out there is your money in order too you know because I'm a strong believer and I feel men should be providers for the family you yeah, know men should absolutely mm-hmm. be providers and this is why like people think when they tell me oh how come you don't have a girl this and that's like yo I'm trying to get my life in order yeah. like literally like I don't want any time spent with somebody mm-hmm. if I don't have anything to offer them. Right. And they take it as you insecure, you need confidence. No, no. no. It means I literally need to get my life in order. Mm-hmm. That means I'm, I have enough respect for myself and that person mm-hmm. to show them I'm not trying to waste their time. Yeah. Because I need to build myself up. Right. Like, people need to understand that. And there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Like, mm-hmm. yo... If I need, if I know I need me a strong woman that can be there by my side, I have to be able to be by her side mm-hmm. and to be able to provide for her as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you can't just be a regular person who's only living paycheck to paycheck and you have literally nothing in your account. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you do when something comes up? Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, what do you do when something comes up? And that's what we're talking about now. Some might take this as, oh, are you saying that we should marry people for wealth, this and that? No. But what we're saying is, if you do like somebody, right? Let's say you guys are really involved with each other, Mm -hmm. with all the, you know, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, et cetera, et cetera, right? You guys need to at least sit down to talk about your finances. Now, if he is broke, right? Let's say he has nothing. 
find a way to get <laughs> him to a better position to get there. Exactly. That's it. That's it. I'm not saying That's leave it. him. I'm not saying That's leave it. him because he's not there. Mm-hmm. If you really like that man, if you really like that woman, y'all gonna push each other to get to a better position financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the other thing. Like people say, oh, well, you don't have nothing in your account. Well, you're disqualified from being. No, that's not what we're saying. If you're really about being together, mm-hmm. you guys will definitely find ways to make a plan to become more financially stable right. together mm-hmm. to get you to the point where you can get married without getting into debt. Because I think mm-hmm. ma- uh, paying for a wedding just to get into debt is crazy it is crazy that's oh my goodness that's such a drawback yeah, i mean that's od seriously but um was there anything else you wanted to uh put out there mm-hmm. you know your social media handles yes yeah, so you guys can find me on instagram finance with giovanna and facebook finance talk with giovanna um Yep, those are my social media handles. And I just want everybody else to know, whoever's listening, that it's never too early to get your finances in order. I feel like the earlier, the better. Um, We don't teach finance in the school systems, Hmm. even at the universities. We don't teach personal finances in high school, um, all of that. So it's never too early to get your finances straight. You know, I don't know if if I worded it like, honey, get your money in order. People will think it's a more interesting topic or something. (laughs) But... Listen, we're talking about money here. Yeah. Money is everywhere. You want to go somewhere, you're gonna need money. Mm-hmm. So it's never too early to get that straight. Right. You know. So don't think you have to be some sort of, and also don't think you have to be some sort of um, investment banker on Wall Street to become an investor. Listen, yeah, if you yeah. have a smartphone, you're able to invest right at your fingertips. Yeah, you know, $5. Okay, five dollars. You could open up a brokerage account. Um, I know TD Ameritrade has um, apps you can use. The the TD Ameritrade app you can mm-hmm. use. Um, different brokerages that have it's apps you know resources you can watch the market right at your fingertips you don't have to be some sort of huge investment broker to um start investing so i want everybody to realize that saving and investing is much easier than we think it is Mm -hmm. Gio, i really appreciate you coming on oh thank you your career your journey and finances and everything like that i really oh, thank, thank you, you for, for that. No thank problem, you so man. much thank you for having me this is amazing yeah, no problem make sure you guys come um come out on thursday it starts at 7 30 right thursday 8 p.m to 9 30 p.m okay and it's going to be in the second floor library the classroom in the, the second floor classroom in the library so as soon as you get off the steps you're going to make a right, right and it's the classroom that's right in the corner right there mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so make sure you guys come out to that panel um bring your notebooks bring questions yes bring, comments, bring all of that bring mm-hmm. your friends you know we're right. trying to educate you guys so you guys can have a better future mm-hmm. um, Nabra Talk will be on air tonight at 6 p.m. with uh, Saad the Guru and Kemi. And make sure you guys tune in later. I'm Gene the Genius. This has been another edition of Nabra Talk, and we are out of here.